to the three-way podcast. I've met doctor. Do? My beard yeah. makes me look so old. That's so if tricky. If I shave it off, yeah. I look like a little kid. Can it die? I'm a year and ten months. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Let's say three-way podcast. Okay, so uh, our first episode, we did it with uh, Chuy Martinez. Ha. Uh, and then we're like, we were thinking, I'm like, name on it, or like, we can't provocative, and like, when we moved to America, we came yeah. to Palos Verdes, and there's no Armenians here. No, that's So, like, yeah, they can lend the accent, and they can accent, you know, so, definitely. my, yeah, I sound, it's very clear, I know. Oh, Tribes yeah. of Palos Verdes? Yeah, was that that one? Uh, it, there was one that was Tribes of Palos Verdes, with, um, Jennifer Garner. They actually yeah. used my family's market for oh, some yeah? shots, it was really funny. Oh, so you've got you you've had that market for a long time then. Mm-hmm, oh, like that's something years. Wow, nice. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of a Three-Way Podcast. This time, we're actually not doing it from our regular <laughs> place. We do it. We're mobile, actually, which I, which is I pretty prefer. Cool yeah, I definitely prefer <laughs> this over being stationary in one place. Our special guest for today is TV personality Aroxia Karpetian. Welcome, Aroxia. Thank you. Thank you to, for coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's an honor to It's have a nice drive. Good, nice, good. It was a nice drive. And it's not so bad because hour and a half, that usually takes me to ride to LAX. So I'm like, eh, it's not that bad. Oh, gosh. You get used to it after a while. That was a nice drive. Nice sights. How did you get into like being a news anchor? Like, what 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 did it take? <laughs> um. Well, it's funny. Everyone says, "How did you get into this?" And I'm always like, "I, I have no idea." I went to school. I went to college at Syracuse University, and they're known for their broadcasting school. But that's not why I went. I just went to Syracuse because I wanted to go to school on the East Coast, and I happened to go visit the campus when they had finally stopped seeing snow and it was beautiful and everyone was outside and in a great mood and it was just so nice and I thought wow what a great place I had no idea what what I was in store for so it was just a you know old buildings it had a nice vibe I got a grant from them I'm like all right I'll just go there why not so I went as an international relations major um and then I'm like what is this journalism school everyone talks about like Newhouse what is that and once I figured it out, and once I saw it was like negative 20 degrees for months and months and months, and I'm That's in suffering. That's right? Upstate, yeah. Okay. So it's basically a college town, not much going on, depressing. <laughs> and I wanted, I was miserable. So I said, if I'm going to be miserable, I might as well leave here with like what they're known for, right? Mm. And get a degree and make it worth my while. I have this thing where I, when I start something, I'm... I want to finish it sure. and I didn't want to just like quit. It was a challenge. So I did it. And then even the day of my graduation, I sat there looking around and all these people are super ambitious and like they've done internships. They have jobs lined up. I'm like, uh, I haven't done a single internship. I don't even know if I want to do this. What am I doing? <laughs> so I came back home and, um, I went from no internships to like four internships nice. um, and I was writing at KFI radio, helping out um, KBC. I interned torn city cable. I interned, I was just doing everything. And I went to Armenia one summer right after college. And while I was there, I decided to just like go out and about and talk to people there. I had a little like camcorder and I would go around doing interviews, like random interviews, like the lady who sells the sunflower seeds or, I don't know. I went to visit a school, an orphanage. I wanted to go to visit a jail. And they're like, this is Armenia. You don't just go visit a jail. Like, Why not? Why can't I go visit a jail? Yeah. They're like, no, that doesn't quite work that way. So it's like, fine, I'll go visit a school. Um, so I have like all this, I have all this footage of stuff I did. And I got excited. 
actually being an actual journalist versus being in school and like doing projects or reading about it. And so I'm like, wait, maybe this is an avenue I'd like to pursue. Um, I like people. I like learning things. I get bored easily. It's so hard for me to just do a routine over and over. I need change. So it made sense in the long run. So now that I look back, there was a reason I ended up in Syracuse, as random as it was. Yeah. And there was a reason I took that trip. And once I came back, I decided to put a resume tape together and uh, shipped it off. And I was like, I know I'm going to have to move because no one starts in L.A. in this business. That's not how it works. Uh, I'm going to have to go cover a cat in a tree somewhere in the middle (laughs) of America. Like, that's how it's going to be. And I did it. And, uh, you know, anyway, that's kind of like how it all began. I see. But where, so uh, how long did it take you to actually get to where you are now, like the Fox? Um, so I've been in, so my first job was in Idaho Falls, Idaho for two and a half years. Then I went to Portland wow. for two years and then I came here. So it took about five years to come back to LA and next week it'll be my seven year anniversary at Fox 11. Yeah. Which is, thank you. It's crazy. I, it's actually, I, I'm very fortunate. The jumps I made were quick and it just worked out. Um, thankfully, because sometimes it can take a long time yeah. to get to wherever you're Oh, going. I think radio is pretty much the same way, isn't it? Like, you would have to go... I feel like anything entertaining, you just have to pay your dues, you have to work and you definitely, be consistent. I don't know about radio. I, you definitely have to pay your dues in this business. Yeah, like, definitely. I don't know how much of yeah. it, but <laughs> mine, mine required me to go to a town I've never heard of, never would go visit in my entire life, and, like, I was the only Armenian there. I was like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what's Armenia? How the heck do you We've say your name? Too, actually. <laughs> We stayed in Cincinnati, Ohio yeah, for like a short time, oh. and we've had people ask the same thing, like, what is Armenian? Yeah. So they really yeah, yeah, met, yeah. They don't know. Wait, why were you in Cincinnati, Ohio? Well, we so, had family there, oh. so we yeah. want to change, so we want to see the change, which... You want to see change? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have more opportunities in yeah. LA has a lot to offer, Yes. but yeah. as a middle class like family, it's kind of hard for you to right. live here now, yeah. uh-huh. but uh, in, in other states, you really have... There is no competition. Even if you start some small business, you have opportunities. Well, first, it's more affordable. Over like, here, of course, yeah. You could open up a simple sandwich shop and you need a million dollars. Right, 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 right. Just yeah. for coverage because right. you know you're not going to make yeah. the money. In the and How long were you there? One year. And oh, we came okay. back. Yeah, we didn't last. Because uh, what we grew up, we came to L.A. We grew up in L.A. We were, I was four when I came. My brother was like around two and a half, three, three years old. Uh-huh. And then, um, yeah, so we, we grew up here and then we go from – LA how it is and into Cincinnati where it's like the exact opposite where it's like I'm sure you know because in yeah. Idaho is probably the same way but people were nicer yeah they'll let you in the lane they'll wave at you if they catch you outside they'll talk to you yeah and they actually they really care do. what you have to say yeah and it, it does definitely change your mood uh, mm-hmm. as a person so it makes I feel like it makes you more productive because mm-hmm. like over here it's constant negative 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 and I'm not saying everyone's like this but mm-hmm. even one occurrence like on the road someone honking at you might ruin your day Right. Yeah, right. LA just seems kind of rushed. I feel like. Uh, like... Then don't go to New York. LA is rushed. Yeah, yeah. It's way At least they have subways. Yeah. yeah well, well yeah. I don't know if you want to take their subways. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're not that uh that they're not that nice. It's not like. Have you been to Russia ever? Have you been uh, to Moscow? No. Okay. If you ever go to Russia, their subways are beautiful it's like statues and marble and oh, it's like wow. a museum yeah. it's like unbelievable and then you like go to i went on a trip to, when i went to moscow one um spring break i know that's a weird thing to do for spring break <laughs> but i went there and then afterwards i went to new york to meet up with a friend and 
I went from that subway to the other, and I was like, wait, this is very different from where I just came from. <laughs> it was, like, not even I'm sure it's kind of sketchy at night, too, over there. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. Depending on where you are, but yeah. either way. Yeah. So, yeah. Alexia, Superman has kryptonite. How do you... And I read this on your IG. Yeah. And a lot of people are not morning people. <laughs> How do you get around doing that every day? I, I have no idea. It helps when you love what you do. That's very important. That is, like, the key. Because... Um, everyone has Sunday blues if you work a you know yeah. Monday to Friday job. It's just normal. You just do. And I, I suffer from Sunday blues all the time. But once Monday rolls around and I actually get up and get going, I'm just like excited and I look forward to it. Sure. I, I enjoy the people I work with. Like I'm so lucky. I have an amazing co-anchor. Um, I always tell them, I'm like, you're not allowed to retire. And <laughs> if you do, I'm going with you. Like, we're <laughs> retiring together. There's a big age difference between us. So he's like, I don't know what's going to work for you. <laughs> but um, I'm just, you look forward to being where you are and what I do every day. It's just fun. It's yeah. something that I don't look at it as like, this draining, like, yeah, oh, like, here like we it's go. work. It's, yeah. Because you're more passionate about it. And yeah. But at the same time, I'm tired. Like, believe me, I'm like, I feel like I'm just a walking zombie. That's the best way I can describe it. It was easier before I had a kid. Yeah. I have a two and a half year old now and a second one on the way in two months. So good thing you caught me now because I don't know if I see <laughs> this for a while. I think my life's about to get really complicated. Um, because now it's just like, once I get home, I can't just chill you yeah. know have to keep going and in a way the weekends are more work than the week because i have to be mom 24 hours a day i don't get the break and of you're work. spending time with family and it's hard so yeah that, that's right that's why when i was talking to you i'm like we got to try to make sure because it's coming because i know you're, you're I'm it's not crazy. trying to be pushy too because like you're dealing with so much no <laughs> thank you no i really really appreciate it trust me you coming to me it was like a blessing <laughs> but <laughs> we've actually uh we've had jobs where we 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 went through that too like we would wake up like 1 2 a.m to go to the job like i know how you feel being the zombie part yeah, of it. yeah. but like it makes it, it it's a little bit more it's better when you really like it or enjoy it of course it, it makes a world of difference like, i remember i had one job i think it was that market i was working in delhi because i went to calling arts before yeah what i'm pursuing now uh-huh. which is film yeah but uh um, a little different yeah uh, <laughs> but i'm using it towards my advantage i'll, uh-huh. I'll talk about that later um but it felt like a dream. I think I was waking up at four and I would go to work and like, you know what you're doing? You have tasks you yeah. have to do at the deli. But everything just feels like... You're like going in slow motion. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I hated so much about what's, it. What's challenging also with mine is that, you you know how like sometimes you just have like a day where you're like not 100%, you're under the weather, you're just like not yeah. in the mood. I can't, I can't have those days. And if I do, I have to fake it because <laughs> I have to put makeup on, like glam, glam up, right? Sure. I can't just like be in a sweatshirt, which I would love to be in and like be comfortable. <laughs> I have to get glamorous and be happy and yeah. like wake you up and like be pleasant to watch. Yeah. It's so commercial. You have to show the I have energy. to be like, good morning. And inside I'm like, God, how am I going to get through this day? <laughs> well, you could, be, you could be acting and do commercials because like commercials <laughs> oh, are all about energy. I ask this to everybody. I'm like, so you never thought about acting or no. that world at all, no? Well, no. It's funny because now, see, this is what's interesting in life. It's like everyone now looks at me and like it makes sense you're doing what you're doing because when you were a kid – you like loved being the center of attention. You would take like a shampoo bottle and start singing, make people listen to you. You want to entertain. You would run toward the camera, not away from the camera. Yeah. It all makes sense sure. now. So I think I've, I've always kind of had it in me. And I, it's not like I was going to be an actress or <laughs> what? Model. No, but like, why, uh, why are you though? Like, you should definitely try it. No, no, 
that's how he actually got me started because my ultimate goal is writing and directing but in order to get a job as a writer you have to be established and yes. you have to start like doing stuff have content so he randomly just started sending me to submissions for agents like for acting so i'm like okay whatever i'll go i took it seriously but like i didn't the whole thing i'm like okay whatever it happens it happens it doesn't it doesn't matter mm-hmm. i didn't gain nothing from yeah but well, you've actually had more success yeah, I, than i, I have agents uh, like this year started pretty good i had like seven auditions two holes i didn't get the part but they're interested in me so i'm like okay i must be doing something right yeah Yeah. because if they put me on hold it's me and some other guy and i didn't get the part but i'm like okay i'll keep at it yeah Yeah. but But, it's him but i'm like because uh i'm not sure or does like the news people or tv tv anchors do they uh are they sag too yeah. They yeah, are, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so you're you're mm-hmm. you're pretty much um, I, sometimes like you have your agents like like try to send you out for like oh they need a role for a reporter or sure. a newsreader or something like that. Um they do people do do things like that. Yeah. Um when I was younger I like you know those like modeling things they try to push on you. Like they'll there'll be like a representative at a mall and they're like, Oh, oh come yeah. to that <laughs> So I oh you fell into that oh, trap oh, too. <laughs> I fell into that when I was trap. Younger, yeah. and they got me with like Mario Lopez is like the face behind this thing and so I like went and you know I got like headshots and um, yeah. they're like oh you know if they're interested in you you call this number to check and see like if you've gotten any calls about parts so I would always be waiting by the phone I'm like a kid I'm like 13 14 waiting by the phone I'm like hmm let me call them um I I was out of town the last two days so maybe a call came and I missed it you know like <laughs> I was trying to like get into I was that exactly the same place same age exactly yeah I went really? through that yeah and then it turned me off actually I, yeah. I didn't get after it at all and then when I grew a little bit older I'm like okay no I really enjoy this I really like this I'm like I'm just gonna go for it even if you do like nine to five work whatever you could do but this is like the one thing that I enjoy and it's exactly like it's not like a job you know so mm-hmm. like I gotta go after this. yeah I think like, and now I push it on people <laughs> like uh, mom dad like uh, $2, yeah it's like, like, it's like 2000 or $2,500 yeah, $2, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3,
you still get a big audience because it's a routine, it's a habit. People want to do it in the morning because it's like background noise and they're getting ready. It's just yeah. like part of the yeah. you know routine and habit and stuff. Um, but let's be honest, a lot of people, especially younger generation, they are getting their news from elsewhere. Yeah. So it is challenging now to be in this business. And if people are going to watch, it's not just because they want to get news. They watch because of how you make them feel of just the feeling they get or just the fact that they feel like they're your friend and yeah. they're like enjoying the morning with you. It's not just about the content. I feel like uh, all the heavy hitters, like the big studios are kind of slowly evolving or investing in that digital streaming. But yes, I mean, everyone's everyone has to. Yeah, it's survival. You have to adapt. It's like film yeah. to digital and uh, eventually digital cable is going to be a digital online streaming thing and that's <laughs> well, the it's future. it's weird. Like, even if I'm sitting on the set and, like, something's happening and I want more information, I quickly Google it to read about it to be able to, you know, provide more information. And I think to myself, prior to Google existing, how did these people do it? Like, you came in the morning and you, like, seriously sat there, read the newspaper to figure out what was happening, <laughs> and then you would sit there and have hard copy scripts. You couldn't just change things on the spot. Oh, yeah. Like, right now, I change something in the computer. It goes directly to the teleprompter, so I know what I'm what about to, to say, you know? It's it's so much has changed and happened and now social media it's like a whole other it's it's in, it's gone it's, it's a lot crazy, yeah. it's a lot of things it is it kind of feels like a job like do you guys enjoy social media uh, to be honest I would close everything down but I could <laughs> keep in contact with certain like filmmaker friends yeah uh, which I could it's more networking with, yeah that, that's what I use it for yeah. but I feel like if you don't utilize it for uh, like your like a beneficial purpose. It could ruin people. Mm -hmm. A lot of kids, because like what what you're fed on social media is like a bunch of lies where people portray this. Oh, I have this car and stuff, and the people that don't have it, it brings them down. And I feel like it. Well, kind it's of, not like reality. Like you can't just like look at a picture, a nice picture of someone somewhere, and you're like, they have the perfect life. They're always traveling. They're always yeah, eating at the nicest yeah. restaurants. They're they have the best clothes, and it's like you're just getting this little snapshot yeah, of sure. a moment that you don't even know what. What's real going life on? Is. Yeah, exactly. But it exactly. is deceiving, and if you're not grounded and you don't have a strong foundation, and if you're young, you're like easily, you know, you're easily influenced. You're easily emotional. You're sure. easily like not sure of who you are. Yeah, it could really be damaging for sure. Yeah, and that's that's the only downside. But it's great. It's free. You can really <laughs> market your business. You don't have it to helps. So I've I've heard. Uh, I I know I was talking to one person uh, recently, and he, I think it, they used to have a portable like a. Uh, uh, they made tacos and stuff like that. Because of Instagram, now he has multiple stores. Mm. Like because of social media, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's gotten so many more uh, followers and people that like it that now he has multiple locations, which is crazy. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like it has pros and cons. You of course, just, just like everything in life. Though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like everything. <laughs> the good and the bad. You got to do I mean, leave some privacy out there too. Because then, I mean, if you really, like we were talking about earlier, like you can literally know what's going on. Uh, with someone without even knowing them, like their yeah. whole life. It's like I know what you had for breakfast. Hi, <laughs> what's your name? I've never met you before. <laughs> I forgot one day ago, like what you ate for breakfast, but the person knows. Well, you. the other person will know. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the funny thing. Yeah. But uh, you go, as long as you do it in small like amounts, everything should be fine. I mean, that it's it's a part of life now, so you gotta yeah, no, adapt. Is, yeah, it's the, re the reality of it. It's so funny. My daughter will like even if she, I let her watch something on the um, iPad, she knows how to skip ads. Like, immediately she, like, just pushes the button because she knows, you know, wait, I just got interrupted, which is not good for advertisers. <laughs> she's only two and a half, and she's, like, skipping the ad. But 
like think of like how much our generation has seen and changed and like this newer generation. Oh yeah. What what's it gonna be like when they're our age? Like yeah, seriously. That's true. No, that is it's and unbelievable. It's like these little kids, they, they don't even like they don't learn it. It's like they know it. Like they when they touch it, they, they already know how to use it. It's crazy. No, like, it's kinda of scary. You'll see a two year old and it's like she's Using the phone she could line. use the phone better, or she knows more like, about it than like you. Try to teach like a grandparent how to use something or, or something. <laughs> they will not get it. But a little kid is like just four years old. They come out programmed like that. Our, our parents, so uh, they've had flip phones pretty much for a long time, Aww. and then we recently, recently, well, recently, like two like, years probably. No longer is it? We changed two, three iPhones. We got them there. Like we got them iPhones, but until like they got the hang of it, yeah. like it they drained must have us. Hated it. They must have hated now it. Now they enjoy it because yeah. they're, they're always on YouTube it's, now. It's so. That's so hilarious. So much yeah. easier, but. I was one of the last conformer. Like, I, I loved my BlackBerry. I did not want to give up my BlackBerry. It's like, I can't handle this, like, screen thing. Like, I want <laughs> to physically touch the buttons of something. And, yeah. and now I, I think about it, I'm like, what? What was so great about that BlackBerry? Yeah. I don't like the it at all. The keys were so small. I know, but at the time I thought it was the greatest thing. It was. Thing. I, think, I think when, because uh, when this came out, the BlackBerry still was doing good, the original yeah. one. But then the, when they had their newer versions, it worked faster. You literally have a whole screen. Yeah. Where the BlackBerry is like a smaller screen. So, but I think business-wise, it, it's a really good phone. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's I I if I remember here in this correctly, it's more secure. Right? They don't sell them now, oh, do they? Do they? They probably do, but there's there. I'm sure I found. I don't think, I don't think I've ever had one. Yeah. You never had a BlackBerry? No, I I had I had the closest to it, which was similar in design. Was I don't know if you remember. There's these palm trios uh-huh. where it had the little uh, pen that you could slide out from the top. Yeah, that was the closest I got to it, which was like kind of similar. I didn't like it though. This is much better. This yeah. Is much better. Did you guys ever have beepers? Yeah, I did. did. <laughs> that was like right. I skipped out on that whole thing, but I didn't remember a lot of people who were older than me had it. And I'm like, that now that you think about it's it, it's so useless. It is. It's useless. It's like you, you okay, fine. You, you still need a phone. Yeah, exactly. People want to reach you. They paid you their number. He's like, okay, okay now I got it. Yeah. yeah. I guess it could be useful if you have certain codes uh, with your family. Okay, if you press this code and uh, like. All I remember from that day was the only code that I remember was the one four three, which which meant I think I love you. That was it. That was the only Isn't code. Two one, no, is it one, four three two? One four three. One four three. Oh yeah, one four three. I love. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Why but, do you remember that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that was the only code I used. <laughs> that was the only code they gave to me all the and time. And that was in, I swear, uh, I think that was in tenth or eleventh grade when I had it. And That's then eleventh so and twelfth grade was when I first had my cell phone, which is yeah. which is crazy, and which was the next sale. Oh yeah, those big uh, CB phones. Yeah, mm-hmm. the walkie-talkie ones. I don't know. Did you ever have one of those? The next sale ones. The beats. Um, no, I did not have. I I knew people. The had reception them. was horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the walkie-talkie feature was cool. Oh, that, that was, was like per spot on. It yeah, was the walkie-talkie was connection for the beep. But it was weird because then why would you really you just talk on the phone? But I liked yeah. my razor. Those are really good. You could never break that phone. Yeah, yeah they I were never very durable. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. It was very durable. Like, like it yeah. dropped and it wouldn't. Really? It's so easy to crack your iPhone screen. Oh, like I know. That's true. Bucks. I don't know actually how much this screen costs, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's no, that's true. Yeah, that is true. No, the Razors were really good phones. The Razors, and then at, at that point, I think Nokia's were doing good, but. Technology has changed a lot, though. Yeah, from, from and then, it's for changing sure. by the minute. Yeah, yeah you, you gotta always say that. Like 
uh, when I first ha- so I had the the same one you have the seven. Yeah. And then <laughs> I will be upgrading <laughs> after the podcast after, comes out. It, it took a while for me to understand like how to close the pages because there's no home button on these. Oh right, so, so no, gotta, I know. I I I was looking at your phone. I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm such a creature of habit. It's hard for me to like adapt to stuff. Yeah, like I'm that. the same way. But like, like and then, old school. But but when you do change it, it it's it's a better phone. Book. Yeah, it no, is. I it's easier to use because like. I guess the whole point behind it is like you could literally close everything with one finger and yeah, use yeah. it yeah. instead of just like using both. But if you do get the new one, get the plus for sure. Okay. No, I will. I mean, my phone's legitimately broken, so like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like breaking by the minute. <laughs> yeah. So, Alexia, um, were you faced with like what obstacles were you faced uh, when you were uh, becoming a news anchor? Obstacles. I was what faced challenges with? that you had to um, overcome? I've had it pretty good, I have to say. Thank God. Uh, I've had, like, really encouraging people along the way, lots of mentors, people who believed in me before I believed in myself, um, just giving me opportunities. A lot of this is timing. This business sure. is about timing, luck, too, and just um, people believing in you. So I have been very fortunate. Challenges, it's like, I compared to other people, it's like I feel silly talking about it. Just... The difficulty for me, just being really close to my family, leaving and going somewhere oh, new yeah. and being far away and being alone. And it was hard. You know, a lot of times I would be like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, why don't I just go home and, you Being know, my family. yeah, like I'm missing out on all these things. And like, once you miss out on them, they're never coming back. And that's why I was so determined to come back to L.A. Um, I had an opportunity to go to New York or even to be an international correspondent for ABC in Russia. Oh, wow. But I came back to LA because a big part of it was because of my family. Yeah. It just wasn't worth it to me. It was, it came down to the fact that it wasn't just about a career anymore. It was about life, you know? Sure. And I have to say having a kid also helps put things in perspective. As much as my job and my career are so important to me, I do feel like as busy as and hectic as my life is now with a child, I'm also more balanced as a person. It's a nice feeling to not just have one thing that identifies you. Like I'm not just Aroxia, oh the girl from the news. Like, yeah. There's more to me than that, and um, it's nice to f- know that and to feel like you know it. It it is a job, a job I love and care about, but it is just a job. That's awesome though, because like I feel like a lot of people over here don't get to balance it and it's tough to really enjoy the simple things in life. I remember just talking to my cousin in Armenia or whatever the case is. People over there don't have it that well. Like they don't have money and stuff. Like they're struggling, but they enjoy the simple things in life. But I feel like over here, everyone's just so caught up in work, work, work because you are trying to progress and do something bigger, but you forget to enjoy the simple things. And it's kind of at times, uh, I guess that's when people give up and like, stop pursuing their careers because even for acting Ellie has I don't know if it's I don't know the exact number millions, but I'm sure probably. millions of actors yeah. like maybe the 70-80% of them won't even make it or they'll give up before even they get that opportunity mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. well I think it's also just like uh, the, soci- the society like it's, the American way of life is different from anywhere else in the world everyone is very work oriented Sure. everything is about work career like getting somewhere right yeah Nowhere else in the world is quite like that. Um, people are more about just like living life and uh, enjoying life in the moment, enjoying things. Here, you're very driven, which isn't bad. I mean, if you think about it, it's nice to be driven, it's nice to be motivated. But yeah, there is definitely a lack of balance, especially if you get caught up in it and you don't check yourself. Yeah. Uh, people always said to me like, 
as I was, you know, going through this process of discovering myself and figuring out where I was going in my career, enjoy the journey. And they would say that and I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, sounds so great to say, enjoy the journey, but <laughs> I want to get there already. You know? yeah. They would say, no, enjoy the journey. That's what's really important. Now I think about it and they're right. Like the journey is part of the developing you and sure. making you who you become. You get so caught up with just that goal you see at the light of the end of the tunnel that you forget about like what took you there. Sure. The journey brought you to where you are. I agree. And it's also uh, probably one way to keep keep your sanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like, uh, like, as, like for me as going to auditions, I go in there with, like, I don't have nothing to gain from this. And that's my mentality. Or lose, actually. You should look at it I have nothing to lose. But if I gain something, fine. If not, I don't care. That's mm-hmm. how I see it. Because I talk to a lot of people or you see actors, they'll, they won't get the part. They'll start researching and say, why didn't I get this part? And then it brings I've, I've them done that down. Before. And he's guilty for this, too. I, I had a, a couple of auditions I had, which was for some, like, decent characters and uh, decent projects. Um, I didn't get it, so what I... I stopped doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would go back and see who they cast and to be like, okay, is he, did they cast him because he looks completely different? Mm-hmm. Was it based on looks or was it maybe I just something else at the, the audition. moment? Right. Yeah. But like the, I think one of the last biggest one I had was a Netflix movie that came out, uh, Message from the King, mm-hmm. which was, I think, a couple of years ago, the audition. I think it was two years ago. Uh, it was for one of the leads in the movie and uh, they went with somebody who's Armenian again. Okay? It was our Armenian role. Mm-hmm. Gangster, of course. Right. Stereotypical. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, but You're he like, looked... Am I not gangster enough? <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing was, okay, so the breakdown, it asked for facial hair, facial hair which I had. You, you the, have. Yeah. <laughs> the, guy, <laughs> the guy that they hired was clean, like completely shaved. And he looked completely different. Like I'm like, okay, maybe they, they wanted to go with a different style. But, yeah. But yeah, I, I I catch myself doing that a lot. Like I'll go and see who's cast, and then try to figure out oh, what what could have been different, or what could I could have done different, which is kind of bad because you go crazy thinking about right, it. Right, right. You're overanalyzing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you just have to be persistent, work hard. Yeah, just be always consistent. Keep at it. Like it's I feel really like interesting. Someone uh, when I forget what it was like a celebrity that came in and we interviewed, and I forget what they said once and who it was, I guess. Not what they said, who it was. They said, if you want to be successful in entertainment, don't have a plan B, which is interesting because usually people have, okay, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to do this. If this isn't, but he was like, no, 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 don't have a plan B because that way you will be always pushing for the plan A. Um, So I don't know how I feel about that. That's actually a really interesting statement to make, and it makes sense if you think about it. But at the same time, I don't know about you guys, but I always have plan B, C, D, and like I just, that's just how I'm. You just need built. insurance. Yeah. It's not even just about the jobs, just life. Like, yeah. okay, I'm, today I'm going to do this. If that doesn't work, I'll do this. Like that's just how I operate. Yeah. You're 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 making sure you're covered. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I guess Which honestly, I mean, it's a good it's a good way to be secure. But I guess in a way. I think if you let go and just not be so secure, maybe like I guess it'll be more interesting on what what happens next. Yeah. I mean, the struggle I'm sure is going to be there. The struggle. Yeah. Either either way, whatever you do, the struggle will be there. You're always in the moment. I feel like that. But then that's what that's what I really like about like acting too. Just because like you get to it, it's very creative. Like you're always in the moment, and that's why I told him to do it because. Uh, he always likes the writing aspect of it. I'm like, okay, but like, why don't you try this avenue? If like the acting works, it could lead to you like writing uh, for a project or writing for a, like, mm-hmm. like writing a screenplay or whatever. 
That's why. And and now he's actually been way more successful because he's had way, way more auditions than I had. And he's been on hold for a commercial. He's been on hold for a Feature movie. Film. So, yeah, that, that's pretty good. I'm like, that's why I'm like, don't sell yourself short. Sure. Like, you know, it's the same avenue. It's entertainment. But it's, it's right what you said because, like, you can't pick a certain thing. Like, you, you have to do a million things. And that's how I feel about the entertainment industry, too, because, like, even though I want to be a writer and director, ultimately, that's my main goal. I started off as a production assistant and uh, I started working for as a freelancer for like a couple of years just to learn how the business works, get the basics down. Because like as a writer, I, I, I guess you have to be an executive assistant or somehow be in the writer's room, like a writer room intern to kind of pr- proceed that career. Mm-hmm. But anything beyond that point, you have to be established. You're, there's no way you're just going to get a job as a writer. No mm-hmm. one's going to let you in the door or know somebody i guess that would help well even that, that i would say that doesn't matter because like i've been applying to a lot of studios like i have referrals to mgm sony like warner brothers and i, I couldn't even land the interview i'm like okay if you want a bachelor's degree that's what i'm gonna get that. so that's <laughs> what i'm working on now because i feel like it's a thing you must like it's like the minimum degree you have to have at least today huh interesting yeah well even in this business though like when i was in idaho i had i was the, my own camera person, like, going around town carrying a tripod and a, a camera, driving myself. I was the photographer, the reporter. I would edit the pieces. I would write the pieces, and then I would present the pieces. So I was doing, like, all the jobs. Wow. And it's hard, but you also become better at doing whatever job you end up doing because you know how what it takes to do the other job. I agree. And so you know in order for it all to come together and work work successfully you demand this from this person realistically because you know that's realistically what they can deliver you know what it takes in producing this piece so it just all makes sense so if you're in a job to be able to do all of those other aspects of it makes you stronger oh Oh, yeah definitely so your next step is a showrunner (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm getting (laughs) Showrunner. but but do you have like uh, do you have any future goals where whether to be, let's say, a producer or, or uh, I mean, because you're you're in the field technically, and you're you're in no, the right. I I think like I I think I'm like my comfort zone is to be like in front of the camera. So is acting still a thing or? No, acting has not been a thing. <laughs> I think his future goal is probably to open up like a management company because he was uh, actually convincing Anna uh, to. I'll tell her the same thing. I'm like, I'm like, you, you've been on TV, like you've been like, and you, you're halfway there, like just and go she's for like, it. like, fine, I'll sign with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the next love, like if you're thinking of on air level, would be to go like network. Yeah. But I don't want to live in New York, and I don't want to be in Atlanta, where oh, like yeah. those headquarters yeah. are. So I think I'm like, if I can just sustain this and have this that stability, I'm I'm pretty content because again. It's not just about the career anymore, only. Yeah. It's about being with my family, sure. having my kids around. Um, my husband's family's here too, so it's like we're all here. Um, so the best balance for me makes sense to just be here. Yeah. And you know, like I started off in this business wanting to be an international correspondent, like Christian Almanpour. I wanted to be in the war zone. I wanted to be doing those kinds of stories. Wow. Now, if you tell me that, I'll, like, punch you in the face. Like, <laughs> I'm not getting on a plane, and I'm not going to Syria. Like, yeah. that is not something, like, I'm interested in anymore. I'm not, because it's not about me anymore. Sure. My yeah, life, it's like, too. yeah, it's like, it's yeah, not. We ta- I think we talked to Paul, actually, about, because uh, he was doing yes. it for Al Jazeera. We're kind of like, oh, like, was it safe, first of all, to right. even be out there? It's 
That's crazy. But though. he's like a single guy. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And his that's... he he's in a different place. Um, so yeah, it just you I've changed so much from like I don't know in the last ten years. Very different, very different from what it was <laughs> before. Yeah. As so, long as you're happy, that's the most. That's important the important thing. Really. I feel like you gotta just enjoy what you do. That, that's the very important. I think also for me, what's important is being in um, Los Angeles with this big Armenian community. I feel like I'm serving a purpose other than myself, and I'm able to talk about Armenian issues, push to get Armenian stories covered. Um, connect with the Armenian community, even having an Armenian name on TV. It's like a big, you know, these are it's things. It's huge. Yeah. I, I love it. I get so happy when I see like a successful Armenian, especially even entertainment too. Cause like, yeah. I, I remember when I was in school, like I would take this film classes. I, I was like one of one or we had, I have a friend, uh, Armin, which he's a um, post-production supervisor for a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were the only two in the class, but now I see more Armenians. Like, it's interested. exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's it so motivates like, too. Awesome. Like, I feel like it really motivates you to, cause like before they'd be like, Oh, that's uh, not, the you thing. won't make it, you know, yeah, you know how, how it yeah. is. I'm sure you would. But like, no, like when you see that, it just gives you more motivation. Like when you see, name actors that are Armenian. I'm like one of those weirdos that like looks at uh, credits after like a movie and when I get home, <laughs> <laughs> that's us. Yeah, when that's I see us. like an Armenian I, I'm like, oh, I yeah. pause it. Yeah. Like, no, that's I totally awesome. know what you mean. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it, it's so cool and then like an international movie like, like Marvel for example and we've seen like uh, Grips or Producers, or when I yeah. see like Armenians, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, that's so cool. There's Armenians in other countries and stuff. So there's yes. a lot of big producers is... too. I think of of a uh, couple of those TV uh, car TV shows too. I've... There's a lot of big producers like Arthur Sarkisian or Otto yeah. Magoyan. Yeah, there's a lot of big. Uh, no, but like it, it just it's motivational, and then that I was saying that to Anna too when I was talking to her. I'm like, it's just I really pre- and then. I, I had this too. Like I really like the fact that everybody keeps their name too. Mm-hmm. Like you know how they cut it short or they'll change it up a little bit, like a stage name even. Which I, I don't. What's your last name? Uh, Kazarian. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm like uh, and I had this uh, I had somebody tell me like oh why don't you just go with a stage name I'm like my name is like more as unique as it is like why would I? I like it? to see Armenian last name, but I want John if you like you change it because yeah. even back then like those classical uh, American There's cinema, big from, a lot yeah. of. Last names or people's names were changed. It was just more marketable, and that's what they did. Although nowadays people like want to have a weird name yeah. and a unique name, so yeah. it kind of works out for us. <laughs> there's like people like naming kids like after food just to make it different, and it's like now it's cool to have a different name. Yeah. Change my name to Watermelon Seeds. <laughs> no, that that's true, and that's why I'm like, okay, so my first name it's it's a Russian name. Yeah, Vasily is the, yeah. the actual way of saying it. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, why would I change it? Because I'm like, how many Vasilis are out there that... Vasilis cool. Are you yeah, kidding me? Thank like, you. People would like That's why have that name, yeah. I'm like, um, why would I change And then you could cut it, like, say it short. Or I, you say it two ways. Like, you say Vasily, Vasily. Vasily. Or... Like, Vaseline. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. They yeah, can learn it. Name. That's my thing. Is like, when I went to Idaho Falls, they were like, change your name. Have you thought of changing your name? I'm like, uh, No. And I was super adamant about not changing it. They're like, well, it's kind of hard to say. I'm like, well, then learn it. Yeah, like, that's incredible. You learn it. Like, but not to see that's your brand. Uh, yeah. Your name is well, your brand. Well, by the time I left there two years later, everyone said my name perfectly. And they, it was just, you know, it looks intimidating. I get it. 
Like, I go to Starbucks. I'll spell it out for them. They still screw it up. I'm like, I just spelled it out for you. Like, how did you just – but it's just, like, something happens with, like, the, it looks intimidating. They, like, yeah. freak out, and they're yeah. like, I'm going to put the K and the S backwards on it. Like, it's a smartphone thing. You would have to text your name. It's like autocorrect, yeah. but they did it with their hands. Yeah. No, Who but – I, for me too also like I can pass for a lot of races like I could be Mexican I could be Persian I could be um I could be Indian like yeah. I could be anything really yeah but, and so my name is very Armenian yeah yeah so it's very it's like important that I keep, keep it, it from for me. sure even though I don't know if you, you do anything for fun but like do you have hobbies or <laughs> you have to to have fun? <laughs> um I used to <laughs> I, I my husband and I like used to all we like to go out to eat and like experience different restaurants and like we just have fun like those ways or movies like we were big on documentary film and like i i love watching like small independent movies like those types of things i, I don't have time to do that anymore uh working out is not fun but it was something that's important to me for my life that i have to like really struggle to try to make work it's yeah. more about mentally for me a thing than physically even it's like a mental release that makes yeah. me feel better. Um, those are just like things in my life that have changed that I don't really get to do. <laughs> I literally just go to work, come home, and I'm with family. But when I say with family, I don't mean just like me and my daughter. I mean like I see my grandparents like pretty much every day. My aunt and uncle, we have the family market, yeah, which true. I yeah, yeah, was yeah. trying to get you guys to come to. But now they're closed. It's Saturday. Um <laughs> Um, Malga Cove Ranch Market, we, like, have had it for over 20 years. We all grew up, like, my cousin's died. Like, we all grew up um, working there. Like, that oh, was kind nice. of, like, how we built our work ethic and stuff. Um, you know, groceries, bagging, um, making sandwiches, that kind of Oh, you of guys thing. have a deli. So it's, it's like a, a full market. Like you it's a market, but it's also, like, a deli, and they have a wine bar. We have awesome. Armenian wine, 6,100. Let me plug it. Um, <laughs> I got it. Oh, that's, that's your, your guys. Uh, my, my uncle is part owner of oh, uh, nice. 6,100, yeah. Do they sell that everywhere? Or? No, they don't. They have it there, though. Okay. Um, so we got to come and buy that then. Yeah. <laughs> we got to come and buy that. So, no, so it's changed a lot from when we first started the market. But it was a family business that, like, gave us all, like, the groundwork to, you know, what it means to work hard. Basically, they were, you know, just recently they closed for a couple holidays, but we were open 365 days a year. And, like, wow. everyone just was working. My grandpa, he's going to be 91 in a couple weeks, thank God. And he still gets up and goes to work every day. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. I love that. That's really I feel good, like, though, yeah. you have to. It keeps you healthy, too. Totally. It's active, It's a purpose. Too. Yeah, exactly. People like having a purpose. Like, it makes them feel needed, wanted. It's very important. But I've had these great role models to kind of, you know, look up to and stuff. So That's awesome. So definitely a good, like, motivational tool also just to see – like, uh, he's doing it because he enjoys it. It's not that he it's a no. job or even though it's his business. Because I know people that had businesses, but they hated going to, to work. It's bigger than that because, like you said, it's a, a it's like a family collaboration. But it's more than that because you get to spend time uh, with people that's really mm -hmm. uh, important to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm -hmm. then it's not work anymore. But, yeah, yeah. When, when you're doing a typical job that you don't like, then it's usually <laughs> you get people that say bad things. But it's, something like that is different. Yeah. No, it's, ha having your own business is hard. Like, it's, oh. so, it's so much harder. So much harder. Honestly, yeah. if I had the money and I, I went to Colony Arts, uh, oh, what I was going to say is, like, I get auditions for – I use it as a skill. So I'll get a cooking audition. Oh, so yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. To have skills. Yes, yes, yes. But, like, yeah, I worked in the restaurant business for a couple of years. Uh, it's 
very stressful. Yes. But uh, very fun. I love cooking, uh, but I won't just cook. Uh, never like cooked. if you ask for something, uh, even he's really, really good. He's, he's never really good. It. He never no. does. What's it your though. favorite thing to make, or what do you? My good specialty at? is pizzas. Pizza. I've worked at every different pizza place there is. Um, like you're gonna have to come to the deli and have they make pizza. Oh, you're gonna have nice. to like uh, we're uh, gonna the, put you to the, the test. deli over there. You worked at Gelson's. You oh, work. I worked at Wolfgang Cook, but they got their dough and like yeah, you do everything by hand. And yeah, stuff, yeah. But like it's easy. Like it's the simple process. Interesting. Do you make Armenian food? Uh, now I started more, I started learning, uh, like, old traditional recipes from my mom. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, even a simple thing like tattoo, which is, like... Uh, tattoo, like, uh, yeah. I learned how to put it, so I could put it on my own. I'm, like, let me learn the traditional stuff and yeah. just keep it in, uh... Like, no, that's a good idea, yeah. 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 So that's what I'm doing now, but... I told him, like, he should make a YouTube video and just you film should. whatever I'm he thinking makes. About, I'm, I'm thinking about doing it, but there are so many things going on, and... Like you said, I, I, I truly believe you have to give 100% to something to reach your goal. Because if you do 20, 20, 20, 20 to like other things, you're not going to get anywhere. And like, uh, I'm not getting young. I remember when I was a kid, I came around. How three, old are you? 32. Okay, you're young. How old are you? I'm 34. Okay, I'm older than both of you. But look at the white hair. It's like, it, it puts me on the 50s mark. You're hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, but what is fifty? What are you talking about? I feel like the old man in school because like I'm trying to get my degree. I go, I, well, I have one final general math class left, which is stats. But I go in everyone's class, younger. Everyone's younger. Okay, let me tell you something. When I graduated college, my mom graduated from law school. Wow. She was going to law school when I was in college at Chapman University. And uh, she was in school and everyone else is younger. And by the way, the younger guys like were all like hitting on her. She's like, do you understand I have a kid your age? Um, <laughs> she got her degree as a lawyer and she was 40 years old. That's wow. So awesome. wow. you can do anything oh, yeah. whenever you want. I do believe that. Like yeah. it's never too late. It's just my process took so long. Uh, I'm kind of ashamed to say like getting my associates uh, <laughs> took nine years. It's okay, because you were uh, doing other things. I, I had a full-time job. I would take one or two classes, like a semester. doesn't matter. Yeah, there's no, it's been like, a long journey. It doesn't matter. <laughs> there's no, like, rules that you have to follow. You yeah. do what works for you, you know? I should have had a doctorate or something. Like, <laughs> don't call me doctor, years, Zarian, yeah. please. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> That's the thing. you got to just... Uh, I guess find time to enjoy yourself too, whatever you do. Like even though with kids, it's I'm sure it's harder, but but it's but, it's a different kind of fun. It is. It's kind of fun because you kind of relive your childhood and you start to see things. And you know, we're all so busy, we get caught up in everyday life that we become jaded or negative, and we fail to um, appreciate like little moments. That when you have a kid, they're like pointing out things and asking you questions. Why is this like this? Or why is it like that? How does this work? And it makes you pause for a minute and answer them. And then when you answer them, you realize that is really interesting how this all works. And, you know, I've never stopped to look at like how the wind is blowing that leaf on the tree. And it makes you appreciate these like little things that you're so busy. You don't even look up to notice, you know. So it's been nice to have that. Also, I think kids make you be a better person a better version of yourself because they notice everything and they are so impressionable. And so I am on like my best behavior, like with strangers, how I am like constantly like being polite or making sure I don't look annoyed or angry when I am because (laughs) she's picking up on all of these things. So 
definitely my daughter has made me um, become a better version of myself. I think that's like such an amazing gift that children give you. No, definitely. Yeah, so um, it's nice. Can I ask, is your newborn going to be a boy or a girl? It's a girl. girl. Another girl, and she'll have another Armenian name. <laughs> I don't know what yet. Sevan, I went with Sevan because it was such like a meaningful name. Definitely. Uh, so yeah. now I'm like, oh, great. What am I going to do? It's like the pressure's on. I kind of was like, if it's a boy, like I can be go with like Ararad or like something like, you know, yeah. Bossis, like something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now I'm like, okay, I have to figure out a girl name. It has to be a name that people don't change and make American. It has to be a name that's easy to say. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like the name Ani, but everyone's going to say Annie. So I'm like, nope, that's not happening. That's true. Like little Even if like you that. spell it A and It won't matter. Yeah, everyone will say Annie right. and I do not want Annie. Okay, so we're not going with Ani. <laughs> you know how I actually tell people to pronounce my name? Because, like, before, like, people say Aram or, uh, like, Adam. I'll, yeah. And I'm like, okay. But I started correcting people, and I'm like... Totally. Pronounce it like the season, Autumn. That's the closest autumn. thing to autumn. how yeah, you say yeah, yeah. pronounce it in That's Armenian. True. It's not that hard. Aram? I'm like, in high school, teachers say Aram. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Well, how, there's no I. <laughs> you know, uh, Rami Malik just won the yeah. best yeah. actor. Okay, so I was reading about him, and he is Egyptian. Yeah. He said how all of his life, everyone always mispronounced his name, and then in high school, he finally started telling people how to properly say it. And he was too embarrassed to correct people until then, and he's om- almost embarrassed. Ashamed that he was not confident enough to say, no, you're getting my name wrong. That's not how you say it. He would just kind of go with the flow. Um, And I I just, I guess being like an immigrant, it like really made me pause for a minute and just like him even more. Just these little stories you get from people like that. And you totally understand what he meant and what he was going through. Because when you come to this country, I was seven going on eight. So I was a little bit, a little bit older. But you're trying so hard to assimilate and to fit in, and you don't want to miss out on things, and you don't want to be the weird kid eating the dolma yeah. for lunch, right? You want to have, like, the mac and cheese or whatever. Yeah. But I I never I, – I, I recognized that from an early age as much as I wanted to fit in and be part of the cool kid crowd. But I also wanted to never forget where I come from or my roots. So I – didn't fully give that stuff up because yeah. I knew it made me different and in a good way. You know, you embrace your difference. You celebrate your difference. Like, how cool is it that I spoke Armenian and really I was fluent back then in Russian? Like, that was oh, awesome. Do you sp- still speak Russian? Or? It's very rusty. Don't talk to me <laughs> Russian. <laughs> it's so rusty. I have, a, like, atrocious accent. Um, if I'm, like, around it, yeah. I understand it pretty well. I just am super nervous about speaking it because, like, grammatically, I'll be, like, using past and present and future tense yeah, all into one sentence. Probably with, like, an accent, too, right? And there's an accent. I mean... When I was younger, I went to, you know, my preschool and first grade in Armenia. My teachers were Russian, so I had, like, a no accent, and I spoke very well. But I came here. I focused on learning English. I didn't really use it. But a lot of Armenians from Armenia, you know, they, they speak Russian. Russian. A lot yeah. of the words I use are in Russian, like yeah. Marozhny. Like that's, yeah, that's I don't Russian, even say yeah. Bakhbag. Like, who says Bakhbag? Wait, Bakhbag is Russian? Yeah. I didn't even know that. So what's the Armenian yeah. word for Bakhbag? Isn't it Lolik? Lolik, yeah. What? Lolik? I didn't even know that. Yeah, Because, like, I feel like the majority of Armenians, especially the younger kids that grew up here, tend to use more Russian words yes. yeah. than full-on Armenians. But, like, 
I hear it and I understand it, but I still don't use it. Yeah, no, yeah. like we don't say "inknat" here; we say "samalot." Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, which is Russian again. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is Russian again. But so my daughter, like, I speak only Armenian to her, unless we're in public, and that you know, I don't want to make her feel like she doesn't understand yeah. English. <laughs> but at home, we only speak Armenian, and um, she's learning the Russian words because that's how I speak. That's so yeah, it's yeah. like my mom will be like, "No, don't say uh, seri, say mohraguin." I'm like, yeah. "When have I?" ever said Mokraguin in all of my life. Like, I've never said yeah. that. You know, it's said. Or like, uh, uh, on the, Oh, yeah, on the Yeah, but the first time I heard all yeah. these, I'm like, it sounds way more The Armenian words yeah. sound so elegant. Huh? It, it, is, it they is. are. They, don't, they are. They're too elegant for it me. Is. I'm like a humorist. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Even for me, I'm like, that sounds so elegant. I don't know if I want to use that. Yes, yeah, I know. Um, You're in the habit of it, yeah. Well, what's like a brown, the color brown, Garishnavi, but what's the Armenian word for it. Um, that's a good one. You got me there. <laughs> the, the, I was just having this discussion. That's why I'm trying to figure out with my mom. But there's like those moments, like sure. Rosvi. Uh, um, right? right, but yeah. in Armenian, it would be what would it be? Rosvi. That's um, Russian, right? Rosvi. It is. It is 100. <laughs> that's 100 Russian. I can't uh, even uh, think uh, of uh, it. Yeah, it's bad. bad. The D, you guys speak yeah. Russian too. You yeah. just don't know well, it. I, I, yeah, that's what <laughs> it is. You used to speak fluent when it was young. Before, I guess kid. they told me. I, have, yeah. I don't remember this, but uh, supposedly before I moved here, I I know how to speak in Russian. Now I know yeah, Da yeah. Yet, It's like the focus was like learning yeah. English. Of and course, like, yeah. Going to kindergarten here and so on. It's like it's kind of hard to keep everything at once. But I do kind of feel ashamed where. I can't read Armenian. I yeah, neither that. do I. Yeah. But yeah, I speak fluently. But yeah, because yeah. the thing is, we, we when you come young over here and then you don't like practice it or you don't go to Armenian school, you go to English yeah. school. Like we did the same thing. Like, we right. never learned it. Like we're like at the at the time, I'm like like this is what's needed, so I'm just go with this, and then that's why. So right. I, I I could speak, but that's a word. And like I well, can't I read. I went to school. I went first grade in Armenia, and I could read and write. And then, you know, that went out the door a long time ago. Long time ago. Because the alphabet's way, like, I feel like it's very a lot harder. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's very complicated. Definitely. <laughs> I know. And, I mean, if I teach her, maybe I'll learn along the way. But yeah. I don't know what to teach her. Yeah. Like, I need, like, my grandma to do it. Yeah. I feel like the only place that's beneficial, and we talked about this on a different podcast, is, like, uh, one thing I don't like about, well, the good thing about, po- like, private, private schools, schools, like, Armenian private schools, they will learn all that. Like, yeah. and the education is much, much education. more better. But, like, I feel the con of that is, like, you don't Having experience the real world. Like, you see a, a safety bubble, kind of. But their Armenian won't be the Armenian we use. Yeah, yeah that's true. There's that. It's going to be the proper yes. the like, terms. Well, it's like the, it's not all, but most of the schools are like... Uh, Would it be Arvindar Armenian? <sighs> is it? It's it's more. It's it's Beirut or something like that. I think it's Beirut or like, Yeah, and but I don't is. even sometimes understand. That. No, I swear, like some of the all words I have. I think I can understand it, but I won't always. You won't speak. say it. You yeah. don't speak that way. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm like, please, please just like, tell me what that word was. I, like they have a word like uh, Sovades. They don't ever say Sovades. They say something else. Uh, do you guys know? <laughs> it always, I, I, it I, always I, makes I, me laugh because I'm like, oh no, ts. I'm like, what? I oh no, not, see it. Yeah, that's what they not, use. If they told me that, like, what, I have I'm not like, Sovan? <laughs> <laughs> so much easier, right? Yeah, yeah sure I just got it at work. I am hungry. <laughs> so, when, did, have you guys gone to Armenia? No. We, I would we've been really here, love to go there. I have so much family there. And even though they say, like, oh, just come here, buy a ticket, don't worry about anything, I feel bad. Nah, so, that's yeah. been, like, holding So, go without back. telling them. 
Just that, go and actually experience the country. The only downside to that is He's I, scared hate, of flight. I hate flying. I okay, can't. well, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, I swear. I, take we, some we drugs. We were on a short trip. Take some drugs yeah, and I get swear. on the plane. <laughs> that's what, we, were, we, were, we went yeah, to yeah, uh, Wyoming. Anxiety pills for, for sure. Yeah. It was horse. really bad for him. Yeah, are you yeah, serious? What yeah. are you afraid of? Like, like bad things happening? Tur- turbulence. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and then, yeah, for a moment, he's actually... Look, there was this <laughs> poor lady sitting with her kid. I, hold on, I feel so bad, man. He was holding on to her seat. Are you yeah, yeah. Okay, but, but, okay, so why, though? Why, why did I... It was turbulence. But no, so, the, okay, there was, it was wind. The plane started shifting like this. I'm, I'm like... I'm you had a panic attack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you always been like that? I think so, yeah. Okay, you, ha- you just have to take drugs and do it. I think that's yeah. not the next time. Like, knock yourself out. Your yeah. brother will carry you off the plane. <laughs> I, know, I actually told him, if you don't wake up, you're staying in the plane. <laughs> like, everything that was happening in Armenia last year, around coming up this time with the Velvet Revolution, yeah. 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 I was dying to be there. I was just itching. It was part of, like, the journalist in me to yeah. want to be in the middle of all of that. And I wanted to go so badly. In fact, last summer, I almost did go. Um... By myself, I was going to go for a little bit of time, and it just didn't work out. And then I had plans to go this October, and I organized this huge trip with my grandfather, who hasn't been back since we moved to America. Wow. And my mom, my uncle, my sister, and I was going to take Sev on with me as well. Yeah. I organized it. They all went. I didn't go because I got pregnant, and my doctor wouldn't let me fly. Oh. And I was like, no. So I made this whole thing, and they all. I was at the airport waving goodbye. I was so upset. <laughs> but it was so meaningful to me because my grandfather hadn't gone back since we moved here. And when we left, I was seven. My sister was nine months old. And for him to go back to Armenia with me, my sister now, my his great granddaughter. Wow. You know, my sister's an attorney. Like I'm doing what I'm doing. It Does she have, live here too? Or? Yeah. Oh nice. It was just going to be so symbolic. Like you left the country with. You know, not knowing where you were going, what the heck was going to happen. Now you're coming back with your successful generations, you know. And I kept thinking of the image of, like, getting off the plane with him. And anyway, it didn't work (laughs) out. I haven't been back since 2006, that trip I told you about. Okay. But I have family there, too. But I also just want to go and go places that I haven't gone to. Because when you go and you have family, you get caught up in, like, this dinner, that dinner. You know, like, you're always eating. You're limited to going out and really experiencing Yeah, you're not, like, going to, like, I want to go hike up a mountain. Like, things you don't, you know, you won't usually do. Or even sightseeing, because I'm sure a lot has changed. And learn stuff, even about the country that you yourself don't know about. But now it's just so exciting. And I know Armenia has a long way to go because... As much as like what happened was so unusual and remarkable, the hard parts now because the change happened, but to implement change, to give people hope for people to be patient, for people to like change the way their mentality has been all this time, that takes a long time. It's like it's like the tree, like you got to get the roots out of that old way of being and thinking and operating. And plant new one, right? So it's, it's a lot of work. Time. It's going to be a journey for sure. Yeah. It's just, it's inspiring. It's encouraging, but it's like I'm also kind of definitely needed. Nervous. I feel like, yeah. Of so course. What did your gra- grandpa say of like Armenia? Because I'm sure so much has changed. Oh well, he he was he came back and he was complaining. He was like eating and dining all day. Oh. <laughs> he's like so. He's kind of like, what the heck, you know? I gained. No, but it's changed a lot for sure. It was, you know, I think about him going and all of his friends have passed away. Yeah. So the Armenia he knew when he left and what it has become now, it's just exist. very different. I mean, he yeah. was there. It was the Soviet Armenia. Yeah. You know, it was just very, 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 very different. And even though he was Soviet Armenia, he did come to America from time to time because his older brother 
lived here. Okay. So my great uncle, so my, his brother, my great uncle was the first person to come here after World War II, and he was the he's the story of the American dream. Wow. He came with nothing. He didn't let his family know for a long time that he was even alive and in America because he had been captured by the Germans. And in the time at that time, the Russians would have even seen you getting captured as um, betrayal. Yeah. You know? wow. And so he couldn't say that he was alive. So he uh, ended up here. And um, I want to say like almost 30 years didn't see his mother. Wow, that's crazy. Or, but he sent them messages like secretly that he was here. Um, but yeah, he came here with absolutely nothing, built himself up, became very successful. Commerce Casino is yeah. my great uncle's casino. Wow, he he like started that. Um, but he was you know he was like a gin like a worked at a gas station and then one day like bought the gas station from the owner and like you know just like the story of the he American worked, yeah, yeah, yeah he worked his way up. And so he brought us all to America. He got us all set up here. And that's why we ended up here in Palos Verdes, where most Armenians don't end up. But yeah. he was here, so he brought us here. I think so, usually it's either like Hollywood right. or Orlando. Yeah, it's like it's very <laughs> random. Um, so my grandpa and all of us, and then his other brother and all of their family, we all like <laughs> like got on a plane and like showed up here. Yeah. But he laid the groundwork for us and um he he's been like a big he's played a big role in the Armenian community. He's done a lot of that people know of and he's done a lot that people will never know of because he's was a very humble person and so I think about him all the time. Every time I'm dri- driving up this beautiful coastline is the reason I'm sitting there on the anchor desk at Fox. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. What Everything, that, like, it leads to something else. But, like, that's 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 amazing, though. That's yeah, it's a, quite a story. I should, like, one day write a book. You gotta write a book. I know. I know. It's really an amazing story. And um, I look at, like, kind of, like, carrying his legacy on. Definitely. Yeah, by doing things and being awesome. involved in the yeah in the community. I think we definitely have seen you like uh, that's why we're, when I was talking to my brother about him, like we definitely would love to have you on because you're such a big part of the Armenian community as well. Besides, and then you're a, a very motivational person, just to like what people could strive to get to, like even whether it's being on TV or just a career that they really enjoy and love and. That's not that. so typical of yeah. Yeah, Armenian. Listen, my yeah. family, just like any other Armenian family, is like, you're going to be a lawyer or a doctor. Yeah. Like, no, actually, I'm not. I'm going to go do this. I'm like, wait. <laughs> um, they were supportive later, but when I'm like, I'm going to Idaho, and they're like, where? They were confused about the whole yeah. thing. And they were calling me and telling me just to drop what I'm doing and come home and just like, don't even do this. But I kept going and kept pushing and knew that it was going to pay off like internally I just knew and so um when I finally came to LA and they finally were able to turn the tv on and watch me they were like oh okay now it all makes sense and now they're like all like super proud of it and like so excited about it but I'm not like trying to say they weren't supportive but in a way they were just kind of like nervous about the uh this unknown territory I was yeah. getting into. It's like yeah. uncharted territory. Like, well, what is this thing you're about to What could to be do? the outcome? Yeah. 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 The one person who has always been supportive is my husband. And he wasn't my husband at the time, but 
he is always, always, I never give him credit, he says, because I, in my head, I'm always giving him credit. I'm not verbalizing. <laughs> so I'm, gonna, I'm getting it on the record right now. No, no, no. <laughs> he has always been supportive and followed me to all of these random things I've done, random wow. places. And to this day, like he comes to all my like Armenian events I do. He's always there because he's just, he's been great. Um, so he's always like, don't forget. Like, in the beginning, people were like, what are you up to? What are you yeah. doing? And I always told you just to keep pushing. Like, it would pay off. You yeah. definitely need that support. It oh, makes yeah. a difference. No, it definitely yeah. does. It keeps you going. Yeah, it's hard if you're, like, being told, like, to give up and come Which, home. I feel like that, even, like, like uh, like us choosing the entertainment is the same thing. Like it's, Yeah, it's like... Oh, my dad never, never really understood it. My that, mom was always supportive. Yeah. yeah. Since me and my brother are pursuing that yeah. industry, it's... Obviously, we're different. We have open minds. Right, right, right. My dad still doesn't understand. It, but I'm sure when yeah. I make my one movie and it's out, there's like, oh, okay. That's yeah, he'll be like, my son. This is my son. This is my son. This is my son right here. Yeah, I know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's the thing. Like, I lo I'd love to see when like people come from that type of background and then they do something completely different and they get successful at it. Which is that's what what, what motivates us too. That like even. As a whatever field it happens to be, acting wise, journalist, anything like you do, like as long as you enjoy it, I feel like you gotta just do it. Like go for it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't give up. Don't let anybody say otherwise. Like if you think you're gonna be, uh, if you're gonna enjoy it and be success, kind of. I don't, I don't want to say success should kind of motivate you in a way, but you gotta enjoy it. That's the most important thing. Yeah, you gotta enjoy. Because if you look, I feel like, and I've heard this before. Like if you go for the money part of it, you're going in for the wrong reasons. So like any 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 uh, career, any career yeah, yeah, you shouldn't well, go in for the money. I, I, I talk to people in entertainment, they're like, oh, what do you want to be? And I say I'm a writer, uh, and they're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be so tough. <laughs> like I don't even care like what it is. Like it's not important, even if my odds are against me. Yeah, I could always produce my own content and get it out there. I also think um, people ask me like, what's your message for other like young people? And um, in this industry, or just in general, but in this industry, like, you have to focus on you. Like, there's always going to be someone prettier than you. There's always going to be someone more talented than you, someone who's um, got, like, I don't know, more opportunity or more connections, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, you can't focus on all of that. You have to just be the best version of yourself. Like, that's it. And that's how you will be successful. I agree. Because if you start, like, being like, well, but she's, like, she knows these people and I don't, so she's definitely going to get somewhere. Or, well, she's tall. Like, how can I ever be tall? Like she's obviously, you know, you can't like that stuff. Like yeah. you can't. You just have to love yourself. And, yeah. Like, you, you, yeah. You don't exactly. let anything deter person. you. Like yeah, just uh, you. You're an individual, so you're bringing yourself to whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So not everybody's the same. I feel like if more people would kind of think like that, it would be none of that negative images that you see in social media would happen. I feel like, but there's got to be more positive and just uh, do what you like. Mm -hmm. One final question, mm -hmm. since you used to watch movies. <laughs> what are your top three movies? Oh, my gosh. Okay. God, that's hard. Or even what, what type of movies do you actually yeah, know? Besides God, the documentaries. Yeah. Anything God, I love Godfather, not Godfather 3. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even Godfather 2 over Godfather 1. Wow. Um, okay. The other two, I have to think. I hate when... I'm on the spot. Give me oh, some options. Okay, what what is the the last movie you like saw? I obviously like gangster what? stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's good. What's the last movie I saw? Yeah, I saw actually saw the screener. The um, 
A Star is Born. I just saw that. Oh, I haven't seen that. I, I got the screener too, and I still, I still. I'm gonna seen. see um, Green Book tonight, maybe. It, it won. A, didn't it win an award? It, it won win. Best Picture. Wow. Yeah. I didn't um, watch the award. I watched Star is Born. That was the last movie I saw. Yeah, I, that was good though, right? Wasn't it? You know what? Honestly, here's the problem. I'd heard so much about it before I saw it that by the time I saw it, I was like, yeah, okay. I let you down. Because they, yeah, because you're expecting yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. remake. That movie has been remade. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it has been a remake. Yeah. yeah, and I hear like the other ones are probably better. Although I would say Lady Gaga did a phenomenal job. Oh, I love her. Cause and like, I love Brad, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's the, no, they did great. It was just like I had this thing built in my head. Even I saw Crazy Rich Asians and everyone kept talking about how amazing it was. It was I was like, yeah. okay, it was cute. All right. But whatever. It was like, a box it was opposite. Not... Yeah. We read it. We saw it. Right? Yeah, I thought yeah. they did a good job because like, so many movies have been made that way. Yeah. It, it, you still enjoyed it. And yeah. that's yeah. what I feel like... Uh, got them that yeah. like, box office success. Yeah. No, no, no. It was good. It's just that uh, sometimes when you hear the hype so much, by the time you get around to it, you're oh, like, yeah. uh, okay. Because like, the expectations yeah. are like, so high. Yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of the movies, like I was telling you, I like documentaries or indie films. Like That's my, so my go-to. I like movies where it's just like, uh, nothing's really happening. Yeah. It's like just life. And someone might find that to be super boring. Yeah. But I love those kinds of movies. There's this one Iranian film. Um, I, I'm thinking about it right now. It's called Children of Heaven. Have you guys seen it? No, this is, it's but I such see a it good movie. Uh, I, don't, I won't give anything of it. Is it on Netflix or where would you see I, it? I saw it on Netflix. VC and on the VCR, Whoa, like it was like yeah. in tape. I'm sure. Let me look I, it up on Netflix. I'm we sure. We gotta it, check it on iTunes or something. I'm sure. Maybe. No, I'm sure it exists. I'm I, like, sure come on. But no, those are the kinds of movies I like about like real life. I was life also stuff. gonna say the uh, since you like gangster movies, yeah. the Irishman when he comes out, I'm sure. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's gonna. It's it has all the legends in it. It's oh, it be, hasn't it, come it, out no, yet. No, no, it's, 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 uh, it's gonna be Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. Oh, good. Uh, Al Pacino, all the yeah. old cast. Oh, I love. Yes. You know, I have a weak spot in my heart for Al Pacino, and <laughs> Robert De Niro, and all those. Yeah, and, and, and it's not on Netflix. Oh, it's not. You gotta find okay. it though. So, what was it? Children of Children he- of Heaven. Okay. Yeah. Is it like a drama or what? No, it's like, I don't even know. It's about this like relationship between the brother and sister. It's really okay. sweet. I, I'm gonna. I can't think we'll, about we'll, it. We'll look for it because then if you talk about it, we're like, oh, if it doesn't, if you don't like something, you're not uh, even bothered watching it. That's true. <laughs> I'm just making sure I have it right. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is Children it. of Children. Children. It's like an old movie. Iranians, by the way, make really good really movies. Really good movies. They really do. I can't. You know why? Until... I think it's because in the society right now is so stifled yeah. that they like are very creative with their films. I'm waiting for Armenia to join that market. Like, yeah, they're they're doing a lot of stuff. Which is great. That's like one Show of the first. Wise, yeah, but like the film industry, I, yeah, I wish it was a little bit bigger and better. Like you have Hollywood, you have Bollywood, you have yeah. Uh, yeah. Hollywood, which well, is Well, even Nigeria. China has become a huge, China? huge. Oh, there's there's funding all the movies. Yeah. Yeah. You it's see all, it when the credits start rolling on the movies. It's yeah. like in oh, the Baba production or something. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Every big budget movie. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's like mm-hmm. not even million dollars. No, that's China like is like taking over, dollars. especially like internationally yeah. with their films. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, well, <laughs> what do you want to so do much? before we get kicked out? <laughs> is there anything you want to say? Oh, to uh, anything uh, you want to plug or uh, plug? When are you gonna have your book come out? <laughs> <laughs> That's on my bucket list. I want one day. I want to write a book. One day, I also want to. I want to get into documentary filmmaking. Like that's still something I would love to do. Um, I just don't know how or when, but I want. When you to. find free time, I want to. That is something that like has been important to me. Um, 
I just like, I, you know, I like reality people connecting with people, learning about people. Um, I also like to be challenged. Like I don't just want to be with people I agree with on topics. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to just watch things or read things that I'm like, Oh yeah, that's how I feel about it too. I always go for the other side because I like to be challenged. Yeah. And a lot of it is, which is helpful in this business for me. I don't really see black and white on stuff. I'm always like in the gray area. You could easily like tell me why you think you're right. And then I can be like, you know what? We have a point there. And then yeah. the other guy could be like, well, actually, I totally disagree. And this is why. And I'll be like, well, actually. That's exactly how we are, actually. It's and the same maybe way. that's like yeah. an important thing for Definitely. people in this business. It's very important because I feel like that's the only way you're going to grow as an individual. Yeah. yeah. I see so many people, even big directors, which I won't name or whatever. Uh, but like I see, I see so many people just agreeing with them, even if they don't believe in what they're saying. I'm like, why would you agree? Now I started challenging everything and everybody. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't care what credits you did. Great. You have a great film. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm going to yeah. agree with whatever you no, say. No, you got to just, I feel like, hear people out and just keep an open mind. Like, yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be narrow-minded. You have to do or, your own like, research. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think also in the last 10 years, like, I've definitely become more open-minded. The more, uh, sadly also, like, the more you're exposed to things, it changes you too. Yeah. And I guess I shouldn't say sadly, but that's how it is. Like, maybe you are prejudiced about a topic or a certain thing, but then once you're exposed to it and you know someone who's going through something, you see it in a different light all of a yeah. sudden. And so now you have completely changed whatever that strong thing was in your mind that you had against yeah. this thing, right? <laughs> um, it could be anything. I just know that, like, oftentimes people don't give things a chance until they're faced with it. That's true. Or they know someone who is going through it, and then they see it differently. That's just how the world works. Uh, I, I agree. That's true. I agree. That's just how it is. Well, well I want to just... Thank you very much, Aroxy, yeah, for, thank you for joining doing this because I know your, your schedule is very, very hard. No, no, yeah, no, thank and you. I'm like, uh, uh, we're, you're one of our favorites actually because you are in that field that you really enjoy. You are, what we enjoy again, me and my brother, we watch whatever TV or uh, movie or whatever we watch, whenever we see Armenians, like with our, the full Armenian name, like it gets us really happy and yeah. it motivates us even more. Like when we do, we initially started this just. Just for the hell of it, like just yeah. to practice for yeah. us. And now it's becoming a little bit more uh, bigger and in a sense where it's getting a little bit more popular. People are listening to it more. And I feel like it's becoming a tool in a sense also. But that, that's what I look for. Like I try to get like different guests from different backgrounds where uh, it helps people get whether it's, it's advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's advice or uh, something if they want to get into or even just for the hell of it, just yeah. to have a conversation. Don't be afraid to ask. That's one thing I learned. Like, even with the social media, like Instagram, I started hitting up people, just random people that are working the business stuff, and some of them actually respond back. Like, yeah. And yeah. that's something I don't think I would be confident enough to yeah, do definitely. before. Mm -hmm. But now I'm just like, what do I have to what do? What do you have to lose? Exactly. I also think it's really nice what you say about, like, supporting Armenians and stuff because we are a small group of people in this world because of just the way history has played yeah. out for yeah. us. And so I think um, with our job and our duty, like, to come together whenever we can and, like, bring each other up and exactly. push each other and, like, support each other. So it's, I think, like, we all play a role in doing that. Definitely. Definitely. You know? Thank you so thank much. You. Thank, thank you. So much. Guys, thank, thank you. you no, thank much. you for being here. <laughs> Everyone, please, uh, if you enjoyed this, subscribe, refer. And uh, again, if you have any comments or advice uh, on our Instagram, there's an email link. So click it 
Uh, let us know what you think. Thank you very much, guys.